Hello everyone and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus Season 2, Episode 6, Abductions. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher watching The White Lotus Season 2 for the first time because it is new on HBO. And I am covering this season with my co-host and former student, who is also watching this for the first time. He is Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Mr. Sal, you better, you know, speed up this intro along. Otherwise, I'm going to throw an artichoke at your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We're, 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 we're too young to be this old. So no, no artichokes. No artichokes. I don't like that you teared me down with you. We're too young to be this old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, Kurt, we have to guess how we felt about this episode. Rating. I believe you like this episode. Uh, I don't believe this is your favorite episode, but I think I think you liked Harper, Ethan, Daphne, Cameron. Uh, I think you have liked that story more. I think you liked the the bull elephant stuff more than this stuff, but I think you liked it. I think that uh, the Porsche and Jack stuff was maybe the most interesting stuff to you. I think that was probably. I think that may have been the most interesting stuff to you. Uh, the Tanya stuff, I, I don't think you liked the Tanya stuff very much, mostly because apparently I was right about Greg uh, being the cowboy from Wyoming. So I don't think you liked that I was right. Um, the DeGrasso stuff, I think you really enjoyed that. I think you really enjoyed seeing them trying to communicate in English with these people who don't speak English. Uh, I think you loved that stuff, and I think you loved the inter uh, the the intercutting, not the intercutting, the overlap with Lucia's story as well, uh, with her being the translator and the awkwardness that that brought about, I think, uh, and the abduction and all of them trying to come to her rescue. So I, I, I think you liked that stuff. Uh, and I think you liked Valentina and Mia, although I don't think you liked I, I think you really liked this episode, but I don't think you liked it enough to get it a 10. So I think you gave it a 9. All right. As for you... I mean, first of all, you're you're glad to see that that what seems to be Greg in the photo. So I think I think you're over the moon about that. So immediately you love all the tiny stuff. I think you like the Jack and the Porsche stuff. You like the DeGrasso's. You like uh, Lucia. I don't know. I I I think you really liked Valentina. So I think you liked Valentina and Mia. I maybe you were a little lukewarm on the couples, but I think you still like. I think you gave this episode a ten. Mm, interesting all right do you want me to reveal mine first or yes. do you want to... okay uh i gave it a nine right. uh i loved the couple stuff all right like i i adored it that was my that mm-hmm. or jack and Portia. those that was a very those two storylines were very close for me i loved those two storylines um i didn't really like the tanya stuff until she saw the photo <laughs> and other than the photo I was not a fan of the Tanya stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the DeGrasso stuff, I was very lukewarm on. Uh, I thought that it didn't really do much of anything to further anything. It was just kind of amusing. Other than the abduction, because Lucia, I think, is still a very interesting and intriguing character. Um, and I did like the Valentina and Mia stuff a lot. But the DeGrasso's and Tanya, I thought, pulled this episode down to a nine for me. I see. That's where we differ, Mr. Sal. Yeah, I figured. 
I liked everything in the episode. I gave it a 10. Did you? I did. So, oh. oh, so you figured, but you figured wrong. No, I, so I like the tiny stuff. I would agree. You could argue it's probably a bit long-winded. There's a lot of it. There's it a lot of that parting stuff. long-winded. But <laughs> I was like, from the very beginning of this episode, I, you know, I was like, you know, this Quentin guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so gung ho. I put in my notes like I'm not so gung ho on this Quentin guy. Something. Something's up about him. Like you don't keep like him it. or something suspicious you... about. Oh him. yeah, he's very sus. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is the way the way he talks is obviously something suspicious about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know. So I, I was intrigued. I mean, like Nicola apparently might be working for the mafia. Was he a guy? I, I, so I, I was. I was intrigued to see what's going on. Right? I'm like looking at the little. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just seeing so that I liked that the Degrassos. I would agree, doesn't really advance your storyline very much for this episode as like a family, mm-hmm. but it's pretty funny when they finally get there. So the humor is there. Mm-hmm. I thought it's really funny, mm-hmm. and it is like the big reason of why they came here, and it seems to have had an effect on Bert. Actually, Bert hasn't really doesn't. Out of all the people here, he doesn't know much of anything. He hasn't changed at all. Like he came here, right? Kind of yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of a perverted man, still yeah. the same way. It hasn't yeah. reflected. Hasn't tried doing anything. Everyone else has, as far as we're aware, really. At least thought of things. I'm mad. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. If Daphne, Cameron, and Cameron. Daphne. Yeah, yeah. I, I could argue those two, but you know, we've learned a, a bit more about them, right? We've we yeah. for us they've changed, but Bert, first day Bert is still the same as like. <laughs> Bert before like we 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 haven't learned anything new about him because there's nothing really new to learn about Bert. That's like, true. So like there's nothing quite interesting about Bert. This this he seemed to get pretty emotional. But I, I I did like that. So that kind of made it up for me that it was both, you know, there's a good comedy to it. Mm-hmm. I liked the awkwardness when Lucia was around, so that was good for that part. Then they had the comedy part, and then it was Bert being sad parts. I, I all in all, the Grasso storyline, I also it was it was only my lesser tier compared to the other storylines, but I still enjoyed it. Like the route, I thought it was still enjoyable. So okay, I disagree with you there. But anyway, right. but uh, the rest of it, you know, I think's really good. I, I I would probably say I like the Valentina storyline more than I like the Portia Jack storyline. But I mean, that last scene is obviously really good with them. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The I mean, they're both great. Those are both great storylines. But I I was just enthralled by the Portia Jack stuff. I thought it was this is this is the the only probably the probably the only episode i don't know where i've actually really felt attached to portia <laughs> every time every other episode she's just more or less annoyed me but <laughs> this episode i was like ah yeah Portia's pretty great <laughs> this is who's someone i can root for yeah yeah and i thought jack i thought jack was super interesting in that last scene i mean up to that point he was not very interesting no but... that was my bigger complaint with him it was just like i mean from from early on so they you know they, they go off for the day and then the second scene they show of him is like him drinking quite a bit and like yeah they kind of get like a little bit of a argument over like the state of the world and stuff and so on and mm-hmm. so forth i'm like okay well i kind of see where this is the trend line of this is gonna go <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but I, I thought like i thought it was interesting enough watching porsche's reaction to all of it that it kept me enthralled and, and then when it shifted over to jack being the the subject of the interest that was awesome too yeah no oh yeah that scene so. was definitely really good so mm-hmm. But the, but the couples I, I really did enjoy. So you got me wrong there. I did like. Oh the my god, that storyline <laughs> is so good. It I, is so good. I haven't ever seen a portrayal. Now maybe you have. So I'll ask you. But I've never seen a portrayal of someone wondering if their wife cheated on them in this way. Where it's like, 
going there. Like, are they cheating? Are they not? You know, they're just being paranoid. I, I so mm-hmm. I really, you know, I enjoy it. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's so good, and it's so good that we don't know. It's yes. so good. That yes, it's- <laughs> I'm glad we don't know that exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and you had talked about this with maybe it would be good if we didn't know what Ethan had done that night. Yeah, whether or not he cheated. But now it's happened. This <laughs> is so around. incredibly satisfying. I, I mean, is this is how Harper felt? <laughs> did she? Yes, exactly. It's, it's exactly. It's it's exactly right. This is exactly how she felt. It's like all these facts are here that point to you cheated on me, but you're telling me that you didn't, and you're asking me to believe you. So here, Ethan, here are all these facts that point to me cheating on you. And I'm asking you to believe me when I tell you that I didn't. Do you think Harper is doing this on purpose? Yes. I think Do so. You? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think she actually cheated. Me either. I don't think she cheated. Yeah. I don't think she cheated. I think she's staging it all. Uh, and I think she's she's doing it to put Ethan exactly in her position, which is phenomenal. I mean, they already had basically their breakup scene earlier at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, like I mean, Harper. Yeah, (laughs) Harper says, "Are we going to talk about the fact that we're not attracted to each other anymore?" Like, I, I, from where do you go in a marriage from there? I don't know. I I don't. I I mean, I'm married. I don't know where I go from there. That's. I I don't. I don't know that there's any place to go. Like that. That's very damning. So <laughs> it's not good for a marriage. No. So, uh, so they've already basically. I mean, she's she doesn't she actually say maybe something has died? Like, which an- another by the way another allusion to death. So, uh, but maybe something has died. We're not attracted to each other anymore. They've already basically had their breakup scene. So now it's like it's it's almost seems like a game to Harper. <laughs> And she's in such a good mood about it. She is that's the best she's been this whole vacation. Yes. Yeah, she's so happy doing this. So it's I I loved the story. Loved it. Yeah. Loved no, it so it, much. It, it, it's gonna be very interesting if this season ends and you know, it started off the season that wow, Cameron and Daphne have a suspiciously great relationship. And yep. then we start seeing cracks and it's like, oh, Look at that. That relationship ain't so great after all. Mm-hmm. Right? We were right. Harper was right. Like It, it looks like there are cracks in it. Yeah. And it looks like, uh, especially Cameron, but they don't seem like they're too great of people. But the way the trend line's going is that I don't know if Ethan and Harper are still going to be together, but I think Cameron and Daphne will be, assuming they're alive. One of these four has to die, right? <laughs> at least yeah, one. but assuming no one dies. <laughs> assuming, okay, forgetting the whole death part of the way, right? The trend yeah. line kind of goes. Harper and Ethan aren't going to be together, but Cameron and uh, Daphne are, it looks like. So, so, so this is another really interesting <laughs> juxtaposition of those two couples, is that in both cases, they both have to grapple with the possibility that the other one cheated, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all four of them. All four of them yeah. have to grapple with the possibility that the other one cheated, that their yes. partner cheated. And Cameron and Daphne handle it in a completely different way from Ethan and Harper. They just ignore it, basically. They well, don't, they don't confront they, it. But they don't. They 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 put I it right that. out yeah. there. That, <laughs> like he he like gets turned on when he tell when she tells him that about she hot masseuse. At, yeah about the hot masseuse yeah and, and how she asked him to massage her chest like she 
he gets turned on by it and they start like just making out right on the beach right in front of ethan and harper it's it, so and it happened in the bedroom earlier right when mm-hmm. daphne's like so what actually did happen that night and they just it it parlays right into sex yeah. so it's which i mean that's that's another kind of point of i think the the series the season anyway is that sex used as a distraction from real issues is almost as dangerous as sex being used as a tool to be withheld in a relationship do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so so cameron and daphne start to have serious discussions and just transition right into sex mm. and then that's it that's, that's right. the end of the discussion they never have the serious discussion yeah. whereas ethan and harper withhold sex from each other uh and when faced with their the possibility that they have uh cheated on each other it eats them alive it, and it and it turns them into something that they are not on a regular basis so sex is the answer is that what you're saying no no, <laughs> no i know it's, we're the same issue the leftovers <laughs> right yeah. Interaction. right yeah exactly exactly right so it, it's it's like <laughs> like they're showing you the extremes and yeah. how dangerous how dangerous it is to use it excessively and how dangerous it is to uh not i don't <laughs> lack of use it <laughs> withhold it excessively mm-hmm. so it's it's like the, these are not healthy sexual relationships either one of them Okay, but they're the opposite extremes. Uh, and, you know, it, I mean, it looks like Cameron and Daphne, as, as unhealthy as this is, you know, they, they, they face it internally anyway, not with each other, but they face it and they deal with it the way that they feel like they need to deal with it. And they still, you know, kind of come back to each other in at least an affectionate way, if not a loving way. <laughs> So, whereas Ethan and Harper, it just, it, it internally corrodes them from the inside out. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I do love this jealousy theme. I mean, the jealousy theme is, is heavy. So, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Especially, especially, yeah. For um, Ethan and Harper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, speaking of themes, maybe not so much themes as motifs. The busts are back. Oh, <laughs> they're back with a vengeance. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes uh, like bust, run, bust this, bust that, bust yep. a move on the dance stage for Kanye, bust that, like everything. Yeah. The busts are back in force. Uh, they, we had talked in, in episode one about the idea that they were probably going to show them to us and then hope we forgot about them by the end. But they are very front of mind. But uh, well, maybe they're hoping that you forgot what the bust means now. <laughs> So that's an interesting possibility that, that we forgot what the bust meant. Just to, just to repeat it, uh, the bust was a representative of a local girl who was kind of seduced by a, an, a, visiting, a, a visitor from another country uh, and then found out that he had a family back home. And so she chopped off his head. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what the busts imply and the bus as far as i can tell seem to be haunting ethan more than anybody yeah yeah like, he, he uh, notably looked at it right there, like the last he, scene really and he does him. he has yeah. several times throughout the season he's running so, yep yeah. yeah. so i think mean, he i think is haunted more than anything more than anyone by these busts so the bust watch is in full effect and, and we do have to, to heed that warning now 
you're you you and i have talked several times about the citrus fruit thing right oh about like the, the godfather like the, the godfather so I, I just want to make sure that that we're watching out and I've, I've said this like every episode we're watching for people consuming citrus fruit because in the godfather and this has been a theme ever since the godfather uh that uh someone eats oranges and it's kind of a precursor to death right mm-hmm. okay so we, we got to watch out for that okay I'm, I, I've got my eyes peeled as a as an artichoke. Artichoke, citrus, <laughs> citrus, and nobody was eating it. So. I just say, wait, she threatened someone with an artichoke. She I mean, did threaten with an artichoke. I think that's, I think it's in that vein. Like can if someone threatens someone with an orange, I think it would be. Can you imagine death by artichoke? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> oh, I wonder by what way, but yeah. Uh. Oh, all right. Well, we oh we have to guess each other's favorite scenes, Kurt. Holy cow, I almost forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think I have... A, a, speaking of artichokes, I, I, I think that my, my what I have written down here is that your favorite scene is the DeGrasso's at the house with the artichoke. Uh, I think I'm, I might have to take that back, though, in having this conversation. Uh, I might have take to say... if you want. Feel free to. Well, I, I mean, that's definitely... The, the funny stuff of this episode but i think there's enough other stuff here that you liked to distract you from that because i think i think you think it's the funniest scene in the episode but i don't know if it's your favorite anymore i think i'm gonna go with oh boy i think i'm gonna go with jack and portia in the hotel room all right i think your favorite scene oh geez that could be that could be your favorite scene uh a lot of different ones that could be your favorite scene i think your favorite scene when Ethan goes for a swim, his nice long distance swim, he comes back and the scene starting with where he notices that Cameron and Harper are gone and he goes to his room, tries to open it and that you know, that whole ordeal and it's kinda of like the oh, did they cheat? <laughs> thing going on, and he's very paranoid and he's very defensive and he's angry about it. So I think that's your favorite scene because you were you were liking the dynamic there. You hit the nail on the head. That is exactly <laughs> my favorite scene. This jealousy will drive you mad thing. I, I love this theme in movies and television. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I, I've, you've heard me say this before, but not yeah. on the podcast. That you know, I I used to struggle with jealousy a lot. This is this is before I my wife and I started dating. So I don't want people to think that I'm <laughs> I, I still struggle with this because jealousy ruined several relationships for me and i started to realize that, that it is a completely worthless emotion like it, there's there's nothing good that comes of jealousy if you're right it's that's terrible and if you're wrong you've sabotaged the relationship from within so like there is no good that comes from jealousy i think it's a worthless emotion and i love seeing portrayals of jealousy devouring someone from the inside uh mostly because it's validating to my my hypothesis here that, that it's a worthless emotion um i always think of the have you seen moulin rouge no i've never seen that okay moulin rouge is has, this is a very heavy theme of moulin rouge jealousy driving someone mad um and there, there's a it's a musical and it, there's there's a song are you familiar with the song roxanne by the police no okay Wait. so it might be Right. I know Rox- the police because it has yes Sting Sting from right 
uh, uh, only murders in the building. Uh, that's right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> which is very sad that that's how you know Sting. But anyway, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's the one guy in the fake uh, band. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At any rate, um, so the song is about a sex worker named Roxanne. Uh, and it's, it's sung by someone who's. In I love have heard the it. song. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you don't have to put on the red light and so forth. Mm-hmm. But uh, before the character who sings the song and Moulin Rouge, before he sings it, he he's he does this kind of soliloquy about jealousy, which ends with jealousy will drive you mad, right? And that's all I could think of watching this scene with Ethan. Jealousy will drive you mad because he's he's literally pounding on the door, which. If Harper is not having sex with Cameron, the room contains only his wife. <laughs> He's pounding on the door. And he is pounding on the door. Good uh, young child, let me in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's who's not? I mean, this is someone who has not up to this point given off any abusive vibes, right? Ethan, no. I'm talking about. Oh no, uh, yeah, and, maybe a bit yeah. of gaslighting or something. You know, I'm not. I didn't lie. Right, Ga- gaslighting, yes, uh, yeah, I, I would agree. But not physically abusive, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is uh, Harper, whether she's faking it or not, must be terrified by this moment of Ethan pounding on the door. So, anyway, that, yeah, that's, that's my favorite scene. I love it. I got you spot on. You did. Glad to see that. I was definitely um, high on my list. That one. I would also agree that the Jack and Porsche scene was also high oh, on my list. Oh no, but. I actually did Valentina learning from Isabella the truth. I like that she's engaged with Rocco. Oh. I put that as my favorite scene. That was pretty great. Because <laughs> I, I actually really liked the way Valentina she plays off being kind of awkward with like yep. ro- romantic situations very well. Right? She does. Later with me in the bar, she kind of does a similar thing. It's yes. It's a very good job at it. So I yeah. It was it was okay. Valentina was pretty great in this episode. I mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny when you think back to like episode three or four, wherever it was, where we were like, she's not much Rifting of a character, is she? Yeah, yeah. She's no Armand. Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty great. So, she's good. She's yeah, good. so that's good. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, it was a good scene. It was really good. I, I don't think I was surprised to learn that Isabella and Rocco were a couple. No, um, I wasn't at all surprised about that. But yeah. uh, that they were engaged and like. The sadness, Valentina was, you know, mm-hmm. the, even though we keep, we're on the standpoint of Valentina really shouldn't be abusing her power in this Yeah, way, this is right? rough, yeah. This is a very big abuse of power. I yep. still feel bad for her. Like, it's like, oh, so, that's so sad. You know, she's like, she's, she's excited for it. You know, she, she, yep. We saw earlier in the episode when she was like nervous too and went up and asked Isabella and she was mm-hmm. down for drinks and she was so excited. She like, you see her like kind of dolling herself up. She's very excited yep. over this. And, oh, she got to yep. do a thing or two and we're good yeah. to go for drinks. Can't yeah. wait. And yeah. then, you know, Isabella kind of drops the truth on her and she has a headache now. And yeah. just a yeah. birthday, just another day. And she gets kind of back to. Yeah, it's it's really the, the brilliance of that scene is watching Valentina. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. not about what happens. It's her reaction to it. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. really great. Um, and actually, what does she do immediately following that? She goes Once, to the bar. She sidles up to the up to the bar, just like Armand. <laughs> so, right. so the, I was definitely picking up some Armand vibes here. This, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I drink to work at a White Lotus style to be managing one. <laughs> it's a very right. stressful job. Very stressful job. Now we know that she does not end up dead, and I'm glad we know that because 
that would i think that would be really rough to 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 uh kill off the manager of the resort <laughs> in two consecutive seasons i'd like that then I, I would like it if it became the question mark of like next season is the manager gonna die <laughs> yeah right. they kill the manager every season i think every subsequent season i would go no way they're doing it this time <laughs> no true. way that's true then they do it again <laughs> yeah absolutely all right well good favorite scenes i think by us good, good picks all, all good stuff uh I, it, this is this is a really great episode i really think that i'm just bogged down by the volume of tanya partying uh just mean the, the sheer amount of it uh and the 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 degrasso excursion i think what made it like the the parting scene is especially by that point in the episode when they're partying and quentin mm-hmm. i remember the things he did exactly but it was it was apparent that there was some ulterior motive going on here yeah and it was just you know i was just you know what what, what what's going on here are they gonna like coke her up and then Mm-hmm. do something are they gonna rob her are they gonna black like what's what's their mm-hmm. angle and we still don't quite know even if there yeah. is an angle i mean, mm-hmm. think there's an angle of some sort it would appear but oh yeah <laughs> you know still well, he's, he's it, coming, it was very thrilling he's coming into some money right <laughs> so. yeah. all right kurt are you ready to enter the recap of course Good morning, Albie. Again. <laughs> uh, Ethan is very upset that Harper doesn't believe him. And she's she she seems she sees a deeper problem here. That maybe they're not attracted to each other and maybe something has died. She she's the one who says what I said earlier in the episode. We're too young to be this old. I, I love that line. Oh, that's so that good. That was a very good line. I quoted oh, that as well here. Yeah. <laughs> So good, so good. I, I'm going to use that line, but not in a nowhere near serious context. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, uh, but this is this is a great scene. This is essentially a breakup. We are we've already talked about that. So, by contrast, Daphne and Cameron are very playful about what happened. So, what really did happen that night? Oh, wouldn't you like to know that type of thing? It's interesting uh, that that night is destroying the two more innocent people. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, so Harper and Ethan are clearly more innocent than Cameron and Daphne, and what happened that night. Yeah, because Daphne purposely spent the yeah. night without telling um, Cameron, just to kind of right. shove it, you know, just to just to show her, punish him, maybe in some way, and you know, to do mm-hmm. that. And Cameron cheated on him or her. So. Yeah, exactly. So the two more innocent people are the ones who are being devoured by that night, which is, I think, very interesting. Tanya tries to warn Portia, who, by the way, is wearing a Godfather shirt and eating citrus away from Jack. Do you, do you think? Well, let's just say that Portia is probably going to be making an appearance on my list. So, due to that. Fair, or, fair. or maybe I'm baiting you. I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, but here's what I will say. I think this is important because this is going to matter later. Quentin comes in and says, it's kind of a, a throwaway line, but he says, pineapple mimosas, anyone? Did mm-hmm. you catch that? Yeah, okay. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Now, do you know what a mimosa usually is? No, I've never had a mimosa. Okay. A mimosa is champagne and orange juice. 
Citrus. Okay. Okay. So, well, specifically oranges, right? Yes. So that's what a mimosa usually is. So I think this line is here to inform us that pineapple is a substitute for oranges. Oh, so if we see pineapple again. So watch out for pineapple okay. because we do see a pretty pom prominent pineapple later on. All right. So, okay. I, I'm, I'm so obsessed with this Godfather orange thing. True translation. Like, so I have an equation going here. So, okay. So if orange equals pineapple, but two pineapples is a nut. <laughs> it's a well, it's complicated a, now. The Godfather has been so so like prominently displayed throughout this season. Mm -hmm. I just can't help it. Oh, fair enough. I mean, anyway. All right. <clears throat> so, Albie found a translator for the trip to the motherland. It's very exciting. It's Lucia. Isn't that great? What a sweetheart. He's kind of misleading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Salvatore isn't much better than Rocco. So, uh, and by the way, there's still no envelope for Lucia and Mia. But Lucia and Mia do track down Ethan, who is seen by Harper. Not good. Valentina asks Isabella out for a birthday drink, and she says yes, and Valentina is over the moon. Harper tells Ethan that she saw him and asks him to explain later because here comes... Oh, I'm sorry. He asks her if he can explain later because here comes Daphne. Jack is taking Portia out for the day. Oh, man. Well, uh, did we'll you, be back in time. Yeah. I, I, at no point moment did i believe they were going to be back in time for the party but <laughs> <laughs> they kept saying ah, i don't worry we'll be back as soon as Portia says uh we got to be back for the party i'm like <laughs> you're not coming back for the party <laughs> so anyway uh albie's translator is lucia and dominic is visibly anxious and bert uh, tries to talk some sense to him he says can't you just be cool <laughs> i love that line i love that line coming from bert it's so great <laughs> can't you just be cool <laughs> <laughs> it just it just it just sounds like a line that a kid would say to their parent, right? But here is Did you get parent. that all the time, Mr. So, um no. Oh, <laughs> Not yeah. yet. My kids will, I assume, someday say that to me, but they're too young to be saying that to me right now. But Lucia speaks such good English because she's in hospitality. Oh, I actually this was really funny, the questioning here. <laughs> oh, I for, know. I mean it's kind of <laughs> awkward because you know, for both Albie and Domitz, he's asking these questions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And I, you know, glad you I'm, could be employed and uh, not, not doing too hot here. The empl <laughs> employment, yeah, unemployment's pretty high. So I'm glad <laughs> to see you have a job. Very, very nice. Now, um, Ethan asked Cameron to vouch for him because Harper is still on his case about that night. So, uh, but Daphne's off to get a massage and Harper is off to get drinks with Cameron. Jack and uh, Ethan's off to take a swim, by the way. Mm. Oh, not yet, actually. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Jack tells Portia that if she can't be happy living now at the best time in the history of the world and here, the best planet, then she'll never be satisfied. How do you feel about that? Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with the in the context of, like, I would probably agree this is probably one of the best times to be alive in terms of, like, quality of life stuff uh -huh. for the average person. But, you know, everyone has individual circumstances, you know. It's, it can be a, a factor yeah, for things. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd be hard pressed to find a time that the average person is more capable of being satisfied than yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree with that. Like this is yeah. this is probably the best time to be alive. I mean, maybe you can give or take. <laughs> you can you can maybe yeah. you can argue a few years, whatever. But you know, this time period's probably I I would agree with that notion, but that doesn't mean that you should be happy just because you are in this time period. But I'm saying that, that <laughs> that's the average person, right? Yes. Because oh yeah, yeah. Not everyone on, <laughs> on any extreme people are i can see being very dissatisfied yes yes right oh, yes, yes so and like you said and i think that's that's the most salient point is you can't generalize an individual because this is this is an individual that we're yeah. talking about and jack really has no right to minimize da- um, porsche's uh i don't know what, what would you call this Dis- un- dissatisfaction yeah it, 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 he's not her he doesn't live her life so he can't he, he should not be minimizing her dissatisfaction this reminds me of um this was like episode one or two with um <clears throat> harper with cameron and daphne who don't watch the news and they're like yep. ah, nothing's nothing's really wrong in the world we don't see the news right and <laughs> she was baffled <laughs> yes yes exactly yeah jack seems like he fit right in with cameron <laughs> but now, i'm sure you noticed this that this seems to put portia off yeah lot. yeah yeah i mean so that, this is why like, i wasn't a huge fan of like this might be my least favorite part of the episode was just the like the style jack and porsche scenes because i you know the writing was kind of on the wall like okay so they're things are going south from whatever but it was a very pleasant surprise like you know that final scene was really good oh but, yeah terrific terrific i uh, this this was just about me watching porsche uh you know uh, mm-hmm. jack whatever he's saying it's all bs anyway was but watching Portia's uh, attitude toward Jack degenerate, I really enjoyed. Uh, I thought I'm actually I don't like the way I said that. That I really enjoyed it, but I I, I was enthralled by it. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty neat because she, you know she's obviously been very into him. Just last episode, she was talking about how much she loves the the minimal amount of Fs he gives about everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now that those lack of Fs that he's giving are turning her off, and I like that. <laughs> So, which, you know, we've talked about this before, too, the idea that some the thing that in, that initially endears you to a person can end up being becoming the thing that yeah. you despise the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I always ta- think of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, that Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet uh, movie my second favorite movie of all time love it uh but there's there's an orange hoodie that that plays prominently uh and you know one of the characters talks about the other one wearing that orange hoodie and that's what initially attracted one to the other and ended up being just something that the 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 attracted one found just repulsive by the end of it so anyway by the end of that relationship so Ethan watches Harper take her shirt off at the bar, and that's enough to send him swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Dominic and Bert are not impressed with the place uh, that they're visiting, but there is a DeGrasso family and apparently Alessio. Uh, And he follows them until she agrees, until uh, Lucia agrees to go with him, despite the DeGrasso's protestations. Now, this scene I really enjoyed. I, I not the you know there's nothing to do this place is pretty much of a dump but once uh once lucia gets out of the car to go talk to alessio i really enjoyed seeing albie get out of the car and dominic get out of the car and burke get out of the car trying to defend her and pleading with her don't go with him please don't go with him and and 
she says, this, I have to, you know, this is the only way. So this, this is a cool scene. So I did enjoy this. This immediately made me feel all right. She's playing LB. I know. I think especially, she's playing LB. Especially when LB. she shows up later without any visible physical uh, injuries and then talking about money mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I make a lot of money for him yeah you'd let me go for money yeah i don't know this the, that I, you're right uh, you i i i am a believer that lucia is playing lb now earlier in the episode lucia got like beckoned over by a, a bellhop or something somebody who works at the resort you're right mm-hmm. uh, now, they, right as they were trying to leave yep Right now, did you do you think that that was connected to this somehow? I don't know. I don't know either. But I I felt like there might be a there there anyway. Could be anyway. Okay. When Ethan returns from his swim, Cameron and Harper are gone to get her hat apparently. And when he gets to the room, the door is latched. But when he's inside, he finds the adjoining door open. This door, there's a this room, their door that connects the two rooms that's been prominently closed and prominently uh, in in camera frame throughout the season. So this is this is an interesting. I, I like that this idea of this door being very important. Um, so I do think that this is Harper getting even psychologically, and I don't think that she slept with Cameron. Uh, it's as if to say, here, you try not to be suspicious despite mm-hmm. this mountain of evidence. Here, go ahead and try it. So, and this is, a, as as we've established, my favorite scene. Yeah. Okay. The DeGrassos try to communicate in English with their distant relatives who do not speak English. Uh, they are not greeted with warmth, but rather brooms, knives, and artichokes. <laughs> <laughs> but she does say that the... the the matriarch of this house says, I curse you and your kind. <laughs> she does curse them. <laughs> now, I'm full blooded Italian. I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, I'm half Sicilian. Uh, Congratulations. My, uh, thank you, question mark. But uh, my one of my grandmothers used to pull crap like this all the time. Straight cursing you? She, literally cursing people. <laughs> Like in yes. what way? Like 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 saying I so, curse you or saying a curse? Like so, I hesitate to even talk about this because I, I, you, I don't don't want to, curse, though, you don't want to curse. You don't want to curse. I don't want to accidentally curse somebody. But there was a word she used to say that was literally like a prayer to God to curse someone. <laughs> okay, and and she, I I had heard her use it on a couple of occasions, <laughs> and on more than one occasion. The person that she used it on did uh, suffer some some bad things not too long afterwards. God. So, a probably coincidence, but, you know, anyway. You don't, don't want to risk it for the listeners. Yeah, put, put it out there. So, I don't want to risk it for the listeners, exactly. Um, but anyway, she says, I curse you and your kind. I was trying desperately to hear the word that she that she used there because that was just in the subtitles just, like, yeah, so kind, our, like right? translation yeah i was trying to hear if she, it was if it was the same word but i couldn't hear it because the degrassos were like arguing or yelling like get out of here or whatever yeah, step on it yeah so anyway i i really wish that i could have heard that but anyway question for you though sure so their name is degrasso right mm-hmm. and bert keeps saying that his mother lived here so shouldn't they be looking for someone who doesn't have the name DeGrasso? Unless his mother was very progressive at the time. 
Wait a second. Is that what he's been saying? His mother lives there? Yes. Um, I don't know. I never thought about that. <laughs> I never thought about that. Oh, I, it could be that he, he was raised without a father, really. Uh, uh, I guess I guess it's like possible. a single mother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess it's possible. That's, but that, that's my thought. Then I thought that he said uh, that they said earlier in the season they were going to see his, where his grandmother was from, not his mother. Yeah. But well, well, if it's his grandmother, his grandmother right, the, on his father's the, side, but it yeah, still that, comes down to the, then it's, it's fine. Still... But throughout this episode, mm-hmm. he kept saying my mother was from here. Maybe they both happen to be from here. Okay. Small little town. Yeah, all right. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, you know, I, I don't know if it's just, it's a minor quibble, but it's, it does seem like an inconsistency. Anyway, Harper tells Ethan that Cameron basically confirmed his story. So she's in a good mood. And Cameron is more turned on than jealous of Daphne's Timothy Chalamet looking masseur. <laughs> But, no, I, I like the, the looks here Harper and Ethan exchanged about oh, how like, yeah. loveless their marriage is yes exactly yes <laughs> yes and in fact so much so that, that the PDA exhibited by Cameron and Daphne uh, clearly make them quite uncomfy <laughs> but not so uncomfy that Harper doesn't chop down on a giant slice of pineapple wait what you didn't notice that, did you? No. Okay. She's, she's got this. She's got this pina pina colada or whatever it is, and she she offers Ethan. Oh, a stiff. I do. Yes. When yeah. She eats a piece. I thought when you said chopped, I thought but you meant like she went up a tree and took a no, pineapple. No, 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 I'm like, no, what? What is someone come and chop I'm down sorry. a pineapple? I see what you say. Yeah. Chomp, not yes. chop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but and and just the shape of it looks very much like biting down on an orange slice. You're right. No, so, I remember, I remember yeah. this. So if if I'm right, Quentin has set up for us that pineapple is a substitute for orange. And here's Harper eating this big slice of pineapple. Bye-bye, Harper? I, well, I mean, I don't know if you buy in my Rosetta Stone of Quentin's mimosas, but or not mimosas. Yeah, mimosas? Yes, mimosas. Yeah, mimosas. I, don't, I don't know if you're buying that or not, but the, wow. that that's where I'm at. I, you know, I see this Godfather shirt in the scene, so I'm immediately thinking Godfather. Quentin comes out offering pineapple mimosas, and I know that mimosas are usually made with orange juice, so Quentin has substituted pineapple for orange in a scene featuring a Godfather t-shirt. And now here's Harper munching on pineapple. That's pretty and good. Not, and not just not just like picking up like pineapple tidbits with a fork. No, no, that was a full a, on slice. A big <laughs> wedge of pineapple shoved into her mouth. In such a like way this, that you could, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. No, you're right. Yep. Oh man. I'm telling you. This, I, it, if that's the if it's the case that Harper is dead by the end of this, I'm I'm gonna be so happy. I might go back and give this episode a ten because I'm gonna be so happy about that. <laughs> I mean it makes sense with how like Ethan and her are not on very good footing. Right. <laughs> yeah. I won't say murder footing, but you know. Who knows? Who knows? Ethan's looking pretty uh, rage-filled right now. Anyway, okay. Portia uh, and her, her interest in Jack waning drastically with every belch wants to go back, but Jack tells her that they have time. Don't worry about it. Tan is all dolled up, which I thought was an interesting uh <laughs> 
connection to the or the first scene with Tanya, where she talks about how she she liked to dress up like a doll and uh, other people, so that other people would play with her. Remember this? Yeah, to Portia. Yeah. Okay, so she says it to Portia. Yeah, so she's getting all dolled up and ready to meet the people that who want who want to play with her, including Niccolo, who will be her arm candy for the evening. Quentin implies that Niccolo may be connected to the mafia. Won't say the mafia though, but says that he supplies the party favors. That is the cocaine, and <laughs> they do quite a bit of cocaine. I also think she's. Like, I don't know how much. <laughs> cocaine is too much cocaine so i, like, I know gonna, is she gonna like od on cocaine i was wondering that i was like this is a lot of cocaine this i thought for a moment like the one scene i was like is, is this her ODing? Like... yeah i mean which you know i i, I could i could have seen that play out like that and and I, I mentioned last episode i thought quentin might be after tanya us uh, maybe to kill her but maybe specifically for her money so maybe that's why she did not od here Anyway, Isabella tells Valentina that Salvatore has been flirting with her and she'd like Rocco back because dun, 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 they're engaged. Valentina is clearly heartbroken and cancels their plans. Uh, and this is your favorite scene, of course. So we've already talked quite a bit about this. Ethan confronts Cameron about being in their room and flirting with Harper, but Cameron denies it all. Meanwhile, Valentina sidles up to the bar a la Armand and, and listens to Mia play the piano. Bert seems genuinely upset by the events of the day, especially the absence of a homecoming. There is no homecoming. And so he excuses himself from dinner to go sit in the lounge and admire Mia's music. So you had mentioned last time this, this <laughs> bump on Bert's head that, that maybe there was a connection between Bert and Mia. We know that he's seen her naked. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it's the case anymore because it really doesn't seem like they know each other, <laughs> unless doesn't. they're unless they're just doing this for appearances and shows. But I was just, I really thought it's bump on his head would be meaningful. Yeah, for something. I, it, it may not be. It who might knows? still be, but who knows? Huh? Otherwise, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. This. Oh yeah, now I got a bump on my head. Unless the actor actually <laughs> had a, you know, got a bump on his head. Or something maybe. Like yeah, maybe. It's, it's, it was just that he could deliver that line. I can't. I've, I can't be held accountable for anything I say. I'm concussed. Yeah. It's just so he could say that line. I think. I get. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tanya and Nicolo party a lot, and Nicolo has a gun. Oh. Lucia arrives at Elby's room looking sad, but not physically harmed, which might be suspicious. Oh. I. I'm lean. I am, like. 75 80 percent on she's playing him so i'm i'm less so than you and i'll, I'll tell you why when we get to the last of her scenes right. so uh mia coaxes valentina who has never been with a woman into an empty room alessio wants money or he'll never let lucia go and lucia tells albi in italian you're kind i wish all men were like you so the, the fact that she says this in Italian is why I think that there's a chance she's not playing him. Um, yeah, because why why not say it in English? Right, exactly. Because that, that would only... Saying it in English would only further help her get money from him, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Right? But saying it in Italian is just... That means that's genuinely what she's feeling. She genuinely feels like he's nice and she wishes more men... Or like him. This is not mutually exclusive. More I know. Nice and like him. She could rip off more people. That that that's her getting oh, her kicking as she's okay. robbing him. 
Okay. Like, oh, 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 I wish more <laughs> men were like you. You sad. Well, well, interesting because uh, the way I did, I took it differently. I took it as I think that she actually does like him, mm-hmm. but is also playing him because she kind of has to. Yeah. Oh, so you, okay. I think I think that makes more sense the way you're saying it, but yeah, I I think that maybe she doesn't have to, but I think she sees an opportunity here. She doesn't believe that she's going back to L.A. with him, and or Has that he even he's... offered such. No, he hasn't. Okay, okay, he doesn't, and and she doesn't believe that she's going back to L.A. with him. She doesn't believe that he's staying here with her. So, what future is there in this? So she may as well take the money while she can get it. But I don't think. But I do think there's a level of sincerity that she actually does like him. It's just yeah. that she doesn't see a future in it. Okay. Mia sings happy birthday to Valentina a la Mar- Marilyn Monroe. And I'm wondering, you know, it, they put these scenes back to back with Albie and Lucia and with Valentina and Mia. And it just it does seem with them back to back like this, like they're both kind of playing their mark to get what they want. A lot of Mark stuff going on here for this episode. Yeah. Because it's potentially Lucia, yep. Mia, certainly in some ways. It mm-hmm. looks like, you know, the tiny uh, stuff that looks. Yep. Harper <laughs> and Ethan. Yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot of playing the Mark here. Uh, now, it's, it's also possible that they put these two scenes back to back to contrast them and juxtapose them because they've already done that in the episode. They put Ethan and Harper back to back with Cameron and Daphne discussing than the bull elephants night and they show that juxtaposition that these these two couples are handling this very differently so is it possible that they're putting these two episodes these two scenes back to back because these two um escorts are handling this very differently as well maybe mia is playing her mark to get what she wants and lucia is actually sincerely falling for albi so uh, that's a possibility i'm i just want to hold space for that i i would put the odds at 60 percent or so that she's playing him so slightly more than half but i think there's a better chance that she's playing him than that she's not but i do think she there's a level of sincerity as well okay Fair. all right jack is far too drunk to drive and porsche is so done with him clearly this guy is so obnoxious <laughs> oh he's I, awful i could not deal someone being this obnoxious nope. in public like this nope. i i would just leave i would just leave him like, <laughs> yeah, Listen, uh find you when you're sober I just leave. <laughs> well <laughs> i think that the issue is i don't know what kind of how they got like, there <laughs> well they got there in the car so i don't know if she has the keys or if she has any kind of access to money yeah. or anything so like she she may be screwed without him but i don't know because she does end up back in the hotel room with him inexplicably unless she has no way of getting back all right i really oh i really liked this scene this was pretty great with east ethan visualizing uh really oh, sorry. Good. i skipped one me and valentina get get busy <laughs> so uh but this this scene with ethan visualizing what might have happened between cameron and harper uh Something that only merged in the building. It was really good. It was pretty great. Yes, you're right. It was. It is a lot like that. It was pretty great. And there's also a prominent bust here. Yeah. uh, On display. Tanya finds a picture of young Quentin and someone who looks an awful lot like young Greg in a cowboy hat. Cowboy Greg. 
Uh, she also finds a naked Niccolo uh, and a painting of a topless woman with a knife and murder in her eyes. What'd you make of this painting? Well, so that's what I was going to ask you because you showed this painting multiple times. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this is. I don't know anything oh, about yeah. this painting. All right, well, I don't know anything about it either. I mean, I could try looking it up, but I, I mean, she's clearly topless and she clearly has a knife in her hand, and her eyes, to me, at least, look like she has murder in them. So I don't know. <laughs> to me, murder. Those murder <laughs> they looked like murdering eyes. What, 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 what about self defense eyes? You don't think those are self defense eyes? Uh, no, I, I don't know. Eyes like that? Mm, no, maybe. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust. Killing eyes. How's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh drunk jack and this is a, a spectacular scene i'm actually kind of surprised that neither of us picked this <laughs> drunk jack confesses that quentin has no money and was going to have to sell the palazzo but now he's coming into some money and jack's just glad that he could help quentin because of how much quentin helped him he weeps. Like, there's a single tear that streaks out his face. I know you love the single tear. Ah, man, I hate the single tear. <laughs> I hate the single tear. Just one tear. Man, it didn't look like it. This wasn't that bad. This, this wasn't like. I mean, it's. A, I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, it's all one shot. So this is, you know, real deal. Well, like, well, no, this isn't that bad. It's not like, okay, what, what, what I really hate is when. Yeah, I'll explain this to the listeners. What I hate is especially, you know, someone feels sad, you know, they're getting emotional, and they physically show, like, a shot, well, like a single shot, they cut to them, and they just have, like, one tear come down, and then that's it. That's that's the, that's the only tears they produce, it's just one single, like, whole kind of tear that comes down. Like, no one does that. No, no one has, like, one tear that does like that. That doesn't happen. Like, uh, you, get, you get a little wet. You get, you, get, you get single tears. I feel like it's happened to me several times. <laughs> you you get the single tear, like the no. single tear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I think it's very possible. No, obviously, no. You can't get a single tear unless you like <laughs> stare for a long time and then like try getting it that way. No, you you oh, ain't getting boy. sad and getting a single tear. Okay. Well, I I I disagree, but but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's what makes your hoppers great. So, <laughs> uh, Jack anyway weeps as it, a single tear as he tells Portia <laughs> how deep the hole was that Quentin pulled him out of. We, we, it was really deep. That's all he keeps saying. It's just like it was deep. It was, it was like the deepest, deepest hole you can imagine. <laughs> uh, now maybe he's not because we don't know the hole really. But it seems like like now if we just explain the hole, I feel like I'm gonna go. Not as deep as you made it sound. Because, like, now I'm thinking, like, the depths of deep. Like, he was, like, stranded in, like, a remote place, made to be, like, a slave. And, like, <laughs> like at the end of his line, they were going to kill him. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I'm, I'm curious too. But the, I'm sure. I'm hoping we'll get answers. Maybe the, we won't. The more he says deep hole, it was such a deep hole. It was like the deepest hole. Very ever. deep. The, deep the more, dark. The more times he said that, the more I kept questioning. Is he talking about a literal hole? Like was there? Like... <laughs> he was saying, getting up to you. He got stuck oh, in a well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, is this guy like? I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't explain his situation he just keeps calling it a hole I mean, maybe maybe it was actually deeper every time uh, he got trapped in like a hunter's trap pit or something i don't know anyway so Some, like lion in the mouse story style thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly anyway um portia is clearly very worried and tanya and nicolo get busy now tanya and nicolo getting busy was a little surprising to me i thought that once tanya saw 
that picture of Greg, she would be on high alert and just be out of there or go confront Quentin or something. Uh, but she's on cocaine and he's really handsome. I guess so. She does say that, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> you are really handsome. <laughs> it reminded me of, the, I guess, the inverse scene in season one when the guy comes up and tries to sit next to her uh, at the pool while Greg's swimming. And she says, you're a very pretty man, <laughs> but but that seat's uh, reserved. Yeah, no, I remember that. So that's, that's this is quite the contrast to that. So I I don't know if you know this, Mr. Sal. Okay. So I'm asking you, hoping perhaps you might know this. Can prenups be like conditionally based on how the marriage ends? So yes. For example, they can. I believe so. I believe oh. there. I believe you can put infidelity clauses into prenups. Mm, well, and in yeah. that case, <laughs> in that case, uh huh. I think yes. I think we see how something works out here. All right. Oh yeah. I mean, that is one of my main predictions. That is my main prediction <laughs> for for next episode is that Tanya was being filmed or photographed somehow during this, so that Greg can take her money and split it with Quentin. Allegedly split it with Quentin. I mean, it's all alleged. It hasn't happened. Yet. Well, I mean, I mean, well, I think Greg's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna flip the script and go hoy hoy hoy. Oh, presumably, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. But in either you. case, yeah. yeah. This is <laughs> all. He me. will do that though. He will go hoy hoy hoy. Hoy <laughs> specifically, yes. <laughs> That's my main prediction. Him going. <laughs> Oh God, I would love it so much. I would, I would, I would, I would be so shocked when I saw Greg go, hoy, 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 hoy. Now I'm 100 million. I would stand up and scream at the TV if I saw that. That would be unbelievable. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Okay. And then my other main prediction for next episode is that uh, Lucia is playing Albie, but she really does care for him. So. Yeah, I think he she cares for him, but. I guess I agree with you. Okay. But I don't so, I don't think she hates him. Like I do think she does like kind of does like him. Yeah. Yeah. So do you uh, other than the deaths and the and the killings? Uh do you have any predictions about next week? Let's see. I should say about the finale, not about next week. This oh. this will not end well for Ethan and Harper regardless mm. if neither of them die. Mm -hmm. Like it will not be like one. a Mark Nicole ending. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with that. So I end well for them. Uh, what other prediction I want? Uh, I think Daphne and Cameron blend better than those two do. Whatever, like they'll assuming that no death. Okay. Uh, what else? Quentin. We'll learn what Quentin did for Jack. I hope. Maybe See, I, I I don't think we will. We might not. We might not. It might yeah, the well. There's a lot of wells out there. You, you get which one. <laughs> I think that's the cannon. You're just literally that's my head cannon. Well. That's my head cannon. As I see Jack in a literal hole. Yeah, and, and <laughs> throwing down a rope or a ladder or something. <laughs> He's crying over. It. <laughs> I was in a really deep hole. <laughs> crying. <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, what else was the Gracias? Um, Dominic will not. Well, you know what? Abby will talk to Dominic. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a possibility. There you go. That's it. Okay. Fantastic. What about you? You got anything? 
my my big ones were that Lucia is playing Albi, but mm-hmm. does actually like him, and that Tanya was being filmed or photographed so that Greg can take her money mm-hmm. and null and void the prenup. All right, all right, yeah, all right. You want to continue with the predictions and talk about dead and killers, or do you want to go into TV time? Let's uh, let's do TV time. Let's check that time. Yeah, what time is it? Oh my! Well, we just said it's TV time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work so well. <laughs> doesn't work so well. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no time like a TV time. Ah, uh, yes, fantastic, fantastic TV time. Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what do you think the people five. gave this episode? They did five seventy-seven percent. All right. On All par right. with In the Sandbox, but not as high as That's a Morning. Hmm. The question so, really does come to these character ratings. It sure does. So Jeez. I have I have I had written down here and I did I'm gonna change it because I don't I don't think it's the case anymore. <laughs> but I had written down for you that Bert was your favorite character. Uh, I do I no longer just rhyme with that. Kurt. Okay, yeah, so. it's just true. I do I no longer believe that to be true. I, I think that your favorite character ends Girl. up, yeah, I, I don't know. I, the, you, you talked about, like you talked about, like he showed some emotion. He like he was funny. Like the the, the I thought this is when I thought that your favorite scene was the scene with the artichoke. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna Girl. say uh, your your favorite scene was Valentina's scene. I think Valentina was your favorite character in this episode. Okay, man, I really don't know what to. Uh... Jeez, because people, I mean, okay, people said Harper. I'm going to say that just because they somehow always go with Harper. And then for you. Before you guess me, let me go ahead and confirm you're correct. The people did say Harper. So she's six for six now. It must be the actor. Go, go, yeah, oh, yeah. Aubrey Plaza is very popular. but It must be <laughs> kind of like Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Aubrey Plaza is very popular. So she's going for the clean sweep next week. All she's got to do is become the favorite character next week, and she got seven for seven episodes here. I'm glad so. that she's made. <laughs> no, she did get, this, this is one of the lower ones, right, though. Fifty-one percent right. F- said Harper. <laughs> I don't know who you said because your favorite scene was that. I mean, you could have said Harper. You could have said Ethan, but I, don't, I actually think you really don't like you don't like Ethan's mentality from you know lying to her at first to now. Jealousy, but it's relatable. I think a lot of people can relate to jealousy, especially in relation. I mean, you just talked about it. I think it's Tanya. That uh, it could be Portia. Hmm. Portia. Okay, Portia or Ethan or Harper. Mr. Sal. Hmm. If I if I tell you to think of a snake, how big is that snake in your head? Gigantic. Like yeah, so in, big. In a in like in four, metric, in metric, uh, I would say probably like five meters. So, so when when you think of when you think of metric, do you think of it in like feet and then translate no, it over? No, no, you think of metric straight in your head? Meters, yeah. Not, not if yeah, it's okay. no, it's not. I mean, it's like a yard. I copied the yard, didn't they? No, 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 I don't think about yards. I I I can think about meters, or I think I do think about feet rather than or inches rather than centimeters though yeah fair i thought that's how i like anyway anyway we'll get into that we can get in that topic some other time 15 feet that's a pretty big snake. no f- five i said five meters five meters sorry 15 oh. feet See, that's, <laughs> that's, <all> I, <laughs> that's, more, that's more like more like 16 feet so uh, yeah 
That's how I think of metric. I just gotta round it to feet so I can visualize yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's a pretty big snake. It's a pretty pythons. big snake. I love pythons. They're the coolest snake. I think I think you said Harper. Okay. If I had said cobra, what would you have said? Oh no, wait a minute. If I had said like one meter. I'm not telling well, I'm not telling you. Yeah, there's, there's no rhyme or reason. This is you were gonna say hard. Well, I would have no, no, I wouldn't have. Well, no, I'll tell you right now. If you said a smaller one, I would have probably changed it to I thought you know a, a, a smaller snake relative to this episode for what they um ah done Porsche. Okay, a medium size would have been probably Ethan. But what was it? Interesting. Um, I did pick Harper, but well, there you go. So I read you. Read you like yeah, a book. it was after much deliberation <laughs> though. I was I had originally voted for Valentina actually. Uh, and then I thought, no, it's Portia. And then I ultimately landed on Harper because this, this sta- if it's staged, it's just brilliant. I love it. It's like note for note what she was feeling. I love this. So yeah. Har- Harper's, Harper's my girlfriend's episode. Plus she ate the pineapple. It's a preemptive in memoriam. You got me right, though. I did say Valentina. Ah. Very good. I'm shocked you didn't pick Valentina. I mean, I, I, I did. did. I did originally. Did, that was my but... first pick. My first reaction was Valentina. It's just uh, they've gone a long way with her character. They definitely have. Uh, <laughs> it, it, she, it, she's great. She's fantastic. I think ultimately, I'm looking at this and thinking, I think I think that's pretty much all we're going to get for Valentina and me. I think that they, you know, Valentina. And- I think I think what we, you know, here's another prediction if you want to see. It. I think um, Valentina will be attached to Mia. Yeah, but Mia will not feel the same about Valentina. It was transactional. Is- I think mm-hmm. Valentina will have feelings. That is very possible. Very possible. Okay, so that brings us to who is dead and who has killed, if anybody. Now, do you want to know who gave the interviews after this episode? Yeah, sure, tell me. Okay. It was Mia and Valentina. So that means Cameron, Daphne. I can tell you, I can tell you all of them. You ready? Yeah, just tell me all of them. Okay. Episode one was Tanya and Portia. All right. Okay. Episode two was Ethan and Harper. Okay. Episode three was Dominic and Bert. Episode four was Albie and Jack. Episode five was Daphne and Cameron. And this episode, episode six, was Mia and Valentina. No, no, uh... (laughs) no, what? No, Lucia or Lucia. No, Albie has been. He went. He was with Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah, you said Jack. Yeah, yeah. But Lucia has not been featured in any of these interviews yet. And her English is pretty good, apparently. Hmm. What's that? And her English is pretty her, good. Apparently, her English is very good. Yes. Hmm. I'm not going to put any stock into the interviews. Okay. I'm not gonna because because you think that's. Uh, uh, not in the spirit of the game or because you don't think there is any stock to be put in it both okay i'll go number two more i just don't think i'm All right and one um she's other prominent characters who have not yet been featured although significantly less prominent than lucia like she's definitely the biggest character who hasn't been featured yet but quentin hasn't been featured yet neither has greg Although Greg, I mean, has been absent since episode three. Uh, Isabella has not been featured. Giuseppe has not been featured. And Rocco has not been featured. Those are probably the most prominent characters who haven't been featured yet. Fair. 
right. Well, um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I I don't care. I, I I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'd like to go first if that's okay. Okay, on my on my dead list, number one previously had been Lucia. Number one now, I'm sticking with Lucia. <laughs> so, um, because and it's mostly because of this interview, this lack of interviews so far. Lucia to me has to either be dead or a killer. Otherwise, why haven't they interviewed her yet? She's a bigger character than me. She's a bigger character than Valentina. She's a bigger character than Jack. Like, why haven't they interviewed her yet? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So that's my number one. Number two was Mia, is now Harper. Harper ate the pineapple. I think Harper's dead. In fact, I think both, I mean, there are multiple deaths here. I think both of these women are going to be dead. Uh, and my number three was Cameron remains cameron he still fits the the bust model the best man i'm so conflicted uh i just there's not enough choices in three i want to i want to scatter shot because <laughs> i know Finn keeps looking at the bus oh I anyway know. okay i'll tell you my list okay number one same as last time camera dead okay not changing that no way number no, two this is our last opportunity by yes. the way <laughs> number two was Ethan. Yep. I've hence swapped it for Harper. Uh, the pineapple did it, didn't it? Well, I didn't even know about the pineapple. <laughs> but yeah, the pineapple does make me want to confirm it. It, it. Well, just because the dynamic has changed where Ethan seems, you know, crazy jealous. And mm-hmm. if someone were to do the killing, I think it would go that way now. So Right. So that's why. Number three. Same as last time, Elby. Okay. He's still he's he's still sleeping every night or every morning now. It's Lucia, yeah, that's true. And, uh, the bust curse here, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. So if Cameron's in the list, surely LB should be too. Okay. Although he's not married, so I guess the the bust story doesn't really apply for him. But nonetheless, gotcha. All right. So he's as far it. as as far as the killers go, if they're killers, and, and you know they're, uh, I don't it could be accidental kills. It could it could be accidental. It could be suicide. So like, there there could there are all kinds of possibilities here. Could be you know, uh, uh, Bert's pretty old. Could just die. <laughs> Neil right? over dead. So, yeah, uh, I'll be so sad if that's how it goes. Uh, so I don't think he'd be floating in the ocean if he just died though. So and maybe he's going for a swim. I can't see that somehow. But anyway. Uh, Killer, I my number one killer had been Cameron. I have now made my number one killer Ethan. My number two killer had been Albie. I have now made my number two killer Lucia because I'm hedging on Lucia because I'm (laughs) certain she is either going to be dead or a killer. (laughs) Like one of those two things is happening to Lucia. All right. And then number three, I had been Valentina for me, but I think Valentina's storyline is just about over. And so I'm going to go with Albie there because we haven't talked about our goodest character yet, but uh, he's just too, he's, he's too good to be in this universe. <laughs> so, anyway. Hmm. Uh, my whodunit. I'm debating if I want to change my number three. Eh, I'll leave it. Number one. Same as last time. You're hedging on Lucia. I'm having my number one who done it. So if she done it, if she's a killer, I'll get more credit than you did. <laughs> okay. Because okay. <laughs> not only did you hedge, did you... <laughs> but I still went up to you. So now, let, me, let me see this. If if you are right about 
Lucia's motives here with Albie. Mm-hmm. If Alessio kills somebody, is that Lucia killing somebody? I'll argue that. <laughs> okay. I'll argue that. If she has All to right. deal with that, yeah, I'll argue it. Because I think there's a pretty decent chance that Alessio kills somebody. <laughs> I, I, You could argue that's Lucia. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I interrupted you. Number two. Okay, number two. New on the list. Oh. I've swapped places with them. So it used to be number two on my dead list. Ethan is my number two on whodunit. Oh. That's yeah. why Harper's on the dead list now. Yeah, I think that's fair. Number three, same as last time, Mia on the list. Sticking with the busts. Sticking with the bust theory. These, these ladies are killers. I don't know if you see how Mia kills it. That's, that's why I was debating if I want to swap out Mia for someone. Because honestly, I don't see how Mia's going to get around to killing someone with only yeah. one episode left. I mean, yeah. maybe Giuseppe comes back and she's like, ha, I got to finish you off, old man. And then yeah, like tries to do something. But like, I don't. I tell you, somebody that I feel bad about leaving off my dead list is Portia. I do think that there's a and leaving Jack off my killing list. I think I think that's a distinct possibility that Jack kills Portia. Nah, nah, no, I'm not really. So, no, no, you're not see, now you're gonna take quite a fright if she dies. So this is unfair. <laughs> that, like, no, wait, stop. You can't do okay. that. Right, <laughs> you can't I, do I, that. I, Fine, I withdraw it. You can't, yeah, there you. You can't. You can't do that. But if she lives, I'll get credit for saying you can't do that. So that's good. No, but I, go, no. On, go on with your point. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think, I think the Tanya storyline. You know, one of the things that actually I'm a little disappointed about with this season two, Tanya has had like no interaction with anybody else. You're right. Like she said, zero interaction with Ethan Harper, Cameron, and Daphne. She's had like I think zero interaction with the DeGrassos. They're a lot more separated in general, like this season. Yeah. It feels I mean, like the well, the, 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 the girls are the ones that really they, spread things around. Yes, but they, like they but they only connect the DeGrassos with the couples. Yeah. Right? So, so Tanya and Portia have just been doing their whole well, Portia had interaction with Albie. That's it. Right? That but that's it. And that ended, you know, and there's a cup. And did the couples ever directly have anything with the DeGrassos? Or no, Portia? No. No, I don't think or so. Or Tanya? No, just the, yeah. just the girls. Just so, through, through Lucia and Mia, yeah. So that does make me sad. That there hasn't been those same yeah. connections as there was in season one. That being said, though, I still think it's been great. Uh, you know, I do too. So I've, I've, I've loved it. But I will say this, though. I think that we are attributing more connections in season one than there actually were. <laughs> That's true. They were just well, what they were what they were just small cameo things. There like, were moments like like Rachel talking with Olivia and Paula, the, you know. On, yeah, or Nicole, right? and then yeah, yeah. Nicole, or, know, or Rachel and Shane on the the ashes boat with Tanya, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So there's stuff like that, but there there has but there has been anything like that though. Not, only not even Por- not even Portia these small interactions. Portia and Albie, and then connections with Lucia and Mia, and that's that's been about it. So yeah. Uh, so, so I, I have been a little disappointed by that, but I, I think because of that, I feel pretty confident in saying, like Tanya's, I think, not going to die here, or kill. I think Tanya's uh, penance here is going to be that she's going to lose her money, some of her money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think I think she's, I guess, the main character of the White Lotus. <laughs> I if mean, you, if you got a name, clearly, one, I, yeah. I, I think it was season three. You carry over Tanya again. Why not? I, I mean, I'd be there for that. 
Yeah, she's good. She's good rock. <laughs> I, I I really enjoy her character, so I'm, I'm totally fine with if they want to keep having Tanya go from White Lotus to White Lotus. Although she might be significantly less rich. <laughs> so, all right, Kurt, goodest character clearly to me it's Albi. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they yeah. can. Argue, I don't think you can argue against him. I mean, you can argue for Porsche, but. She doesn't I, do anything actively to be good. She doesn't do anything bad. Like a Portia in this episode, I yes, I agree. Like I, 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 she didn't do anything bad. Is all I'm saying, right? You probably like. I, I, I think she, I, I don't like the way she treated Albi. She's still on that. <laughs> she she used the expression "have a nice life." I, 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 I well, that seems nice. Like she didn't say "have a have a bad life." <laughs> That what you want her to say? What else is she supposed to say? Have a good day? Well, how about have a good life? That's even better than have a good day. Uh, oh, by the way, Greg was supposed to have returned by yeah, now. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, because you yeah. talked about that. You should see yeah, Where's Greg? What well, was the plan? Yeah, I mean, he left in episode three. So that was day three. He's been gone day four and five. This is day six. So he, I mean, he's really, he said he was going to be gone for two days. This is now like the fourth day. So I don't know. Where's Greg? Hiding around the corner. It could be. I would not. I, I was half expecting to see him. Like, I didn't miss him. Right? Was he in the like shot? Like the the last shot was like going into a dark room. That. He wasn't in there, was he? I didn't notice. I was looking around. The Me edges, too. So I didn't see anything. How did I think about it? There was someone. I saw eyes under the bed. No, stop. <laughs> All right. That might have been the boogeyman. I don't know. So are you on board with me that Albie's the goodest character? In the yeah. Season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Okay. Kurt, we got we to gotta wrap this up. Right. So, folks, if you'd like to contact us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. If you would, please, we would appreciate it if you left us five-star ratings and reviews. If you subscribe, follow, like. Any of that stuff is much appreciated as well. Share the podcast around. Tell people about it. We've got a huge back catalog of over 250 episodes, including Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Centaur World, Dexter New Blood, The Leftovers, Lost, Only Murders in the Building, Ozark, Russian Doll, Season 1 of The White Lotus. Very soon, or immediately following The White Lotus, once we wrap up uh, coverage of that, which next week we'll cover the finale. The week after that, we'll do a recap of Season 2. The week after that, we'll be on to Watchmen, another HBO and uh, miniseries that has that won the Emmy for best limited or anthology series. And uh, right sh- shortly after we start Watchmen, three weeks later, once it starts on HBO, we're going to be covering The Last of Us. So exciting times with Showhoppers, as always. I think that's uh that 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 kind of wraps things up here. Uh, next episode. And the White Lotus will be Arrivederci. And so, folks, to you, I say, when you're empty inside, you have no direction. You'll end up in some crazy places, but you'll still be lost. Arrivederci. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.